Okay, so uh, Jamie, this is uh, your first time, so I don't, ha I don't, not a lot to tell you. I have some format, but just jump in, hang out, talk to us. Um, the only thing that I uh, that I think is important to tell you is that um, I can edit people out when they talk too much, but I cannot edit you in if you don't say anything. So get in there, buddy. Be aggressive. Gotcha. Wait a minute. When you it comes can to wrestling, I will say a lot, so we're good. <laughs> I didn't know we had the option to be cut out. I got to step up my game. I, I generally Shit. cut down. I probably lose maybe 10 minutes per episode just of like yeah. stuff that's not working right, right, and right. getting to endpoints. I used to do way more. Well, we used to do like. Yeah. And you you let a lot more of your racial slows just fly these days, Alex. I'm surprised. I mean, he's that is honestly the Gillis, oh, so. Yes, the only real editing he does is he usually will go on one or two really offensive rants. And he always cuts them out, but they're in every episode. Yeah, uh, you have to assure me if somehow this makes it into the episode. We record three the, to four hours a day, and I just right. Those are for the yeah. Patreon, uh, <laughs> like the people. It's well, it's Patreon, but they love it. Patreon. Oh, that sketch. Somebody write it right now. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a podcast that used to be about books. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, and I'm joined by uh, my good friend in Southeast Portland, Mr. Anthony Lopez. Finally, Anthony has come back, come back to the podcast, the podcast. To dozens to and dozens yeah. of listeners. Yeah, I was really... <laughs> Uh, I was really hoping you guys would step up and no, kind of fill no in the idea gap. No. What those words are? No, I remember that he but, said millions and millions, but I don't remember any of the other words. Well, that's the problem. See, this is the beauty of wrestling: is if you hear a catchphrase once, you're gonna be like, <laughs> maybe it won't stick in my head. Hopefully, I'll be able to hear it again, and you will. They will say <laughs> the same thing over and over. You will never forget. The phrases by the end of like a good six months of watching wrestling. I am. I, I guess I was surprised. I thought generally the catchphrase was on its way out as a social institution, and they seem like they are oh, keeping it not. alive. Yeah, they they are inventing new ones per person per week. Yeah. So <laughs> buckle up. But yeah, no one else I mean, is doing I'm. This. this is the only. I'm sitting the... here s sipping on a little bit of the bubbly. That's a popular wrestling phrase. Yeah, right it now. is, See what baby. I mean? but that's an AEW. This is WWE we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what's happening. Um, also joining us today from Los Angeles, California, she's at Preston Party on Twitter. Please welcome back Amber Preston. Oh, it's so good to be here. Just uh, imagine that I've uh, entered via a long ramp in my living room um, with my name in bright neon. Uh, Fireworks. Me. Just yeah. yep, everywhere. Just know that is happening. I, yep. uh, that, so so they, they've brought back catchphrases, and also, more than anything else I've ever seen, it seems like they know how to do somebody walking into a building. Oh, yeah, they yes. call it pyro, like, baby. Yeah, they call it what? Pyro. Oh, pyro. Yeah, oh, pyro, yeah. pyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, with like generic music, because it, I was like, can't they get the royalties? Uh, <laughs> can we? Can we spring for a? Uh, I don't know, a the, little the something. Well, song uh, we've heard of. I'm gonna blow your mind. What yeah. they have Please a in-house team that composes. Because here's the thing. What Vince McMahon? Here, here's Vince McMahon's true genius. Ultimately, at the end of the day, 
there's money and owning shit. So Vince's whole <laughs> thing wrong. has always been like, no, we're going to do all the theme music in-house because we can sell that theme music. So we need to oh, own it. Brilliant. We need to own the yeah. video live. That's like when the whole thing is like why they bought with all the wrestling competitors. He didn't give a shit. He just wanted their video library. But yeah, yeah. That you do I mean, it in-house. Yeah. You use generic music so that you can brilliant. sell it on pitted in toys and Make all I the just money assumed, and I just, was like, I don't recognize any of these tunes. I guess I don't listen to this genre of music, but it's because no, it's... No, unless you listen to, like, Chris Jericho's band, you're not going to recognize <laughs> yeah. any of the songs. It's, no, it's, it's seriously, it's like you get all 99% in-house music, then every few years, like, a Limp Biscuit will do a theme yeah. song for a few yeah. years. Kid yeah, you Rock get, like, public did a theme domain. song for yeah. a wrestler for a few years. It was very... Oh, yeah, friggin' um, Triple H's music is Motorhead. Yes. See? There So yeah. you have to get to be real successful as the wrestler and then yes. you can tap the shoulder of a yeah. band you like and then you get the ultimate. I, yes, because the first time they did Triple H's, H's entrance music it was live and uh Lemmy who was still live at the point clearly um he did the music, he didn't have any words, so he just mumbled stuff while playing the guitar yeah. over it. And don't <laughs> Sounds great. Don't think for a second that he had that he didn't have to stress to you that Lemmy was alive because if you think Vince McMahon is at all above dragging a corpse out onto a stage <laughs> yeah. to lip sing a song, he will do it. He's I don't know anything more. about Vince McMahon but except your tone, Anthony, which is yeah. telling me a lot. I mean, He's Rick the Blair died it's... seven years ago, and he was on this episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, to be fair, they also all look like they're walking to their grave. Yeah. It's like they, well. everybody, you can hear the creak. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to um, it. Uh, yeah. Let me get our, our third guest uh, to introduce you guys to, uh, making his debut on the program at Thick Sonic on Twitter. <laughs> with, uh, three C's, but two in the in the important place. <laughs> Thick Sonic. Um, in uh, also joining us in Portland, but still via via phone. Uh, Jamie Carbone, everybody. Hello, I um, have come out. The lights have darkened, and I have appeared magically in the <laughs> ring like some kind of occult creature. Oh, what? Okay, okay, okay. I don't. I, this I, this is the first time I've ever watched wrestling. Just to be, which is ever ever. Dude, ever, ever? this was this was the worst episode yeah. for you to start with. I, I swear I, to God, I've never been more confused by ninety minutes than yeah. I was by this thing that I just watched. Yeah, Alex, you got to start at the season lights went one. out, and then oh. a ghost appeared. That was scary. I mean, it it's was a fiend, actually. Yeah, a fiend, sure. Yeah. It was very yeah. spooky and seasonal. But what the fuck was that? It's the fiend. Yeah. Alex, you need to go back to season would... one, and you got to catch up from the beginning. So I'll send you a season. This is season like twenty thousand. Yeah. Um, I think it's season forty, actually. Oh so, <laughs> and they don't up. take it off. <laughs> They oh, do. It seems like they put out a lot of content. That's another thing I do not understand. Is it's not a show. This is a show that's mostly advertising other shows. Yes, <laughs> and, and video games, and, and iPhone merch. apps, yes, and T-shirts, yes, and um, sometimes just things on Fox. Like celebrities will show up to talk about their new show. It was, and sometimes there's a little like pop up of "Don't forget to watch the Twins and the Yankees tomorrow afternoon <laughs> at two, And then I'm I'm wounded all over again. And sometimes Pizza Hut just wants to come by to catch you up on what happened last week. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, there or, was so you know, much ten minutes ago. Sponsorship, man. Wow, I was. I mean, it's, the, like, it, it's a lot to take in. But I, so there's not. Okay, let me start with the dumb question. So we watched Friday Night SmackDown, the yeah, debut 
of the new season, which is now on Fox. So apparently yes. it wasn't before. Well, Where was it before? It was on USA. Uh, oh, so this I think is it was on USA. Yeah. Yes, this is. A, they've been talking about this for like I think nine months. Wow. Okay. And they have like been building up to this. Premiere. Yeah. This is, is this the first run of a season on a main network. No, I mean, it, yeah, I believe so. I think well, they, before this, I think the biggest one was like. CW or something. Well, there was, like, in the 80s, like, the WWE Saturday Night Fights used to be on, like, NBC, right? Like, a long, long time ago, but... Yeah, it was like a filler show. Yeah, Yeah. my whole wrestling history, as long as I've been paying attention, Raw was on USA for a long time, Uh, and then... Where did it spike for a while after that? So, they've always been on kind of higher cable channels like that, but... The Fox okay, deal is pretty so big. This, so is, okay, let me just get a couple things out of the way, and then I want to talk more about your <laughs> histories with it, but I just want to understand what I watched. So um, it isn't like there's like a season, like a sports season, where it's like yeah. all of these matches leading up to one thing. Well, that, that's like kind of what WrestleMania is. Like it builds up to yeah. one big WrestleMania is like, the playoffs? No, WrestleMania is well, the Sort fights. of. There's four playoffs, yes. kind of. Yes, yeah, so there's multiple big, like, pay-per-views throughout the year there's like four really big ones that lead to yes. wrestlemania and they're like every few months apart yeah. like this series okay, wait, wait, wait. so is is smackdown a different show so smackdown and raw and something called hell in a cell no um <laughs> well hell in a cell is one of the pay-per-views yes. but it's not one of the big four yes Okay. So they wait. So if you like wrestling, I guess here's obviously. my question: If you like wrestling, how much are you supposed to be watching? <laughs> as much or as um, little if, as you like. Well, it depends. If you really yeah. like wrestling, you're probably not watching a whole lot nowadays. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. if you're I mean, re- watching like New Japan and that. Yeah. If you it. really like wrestling, you're mostly you just spit when you hear the name Vince McMahon. You know. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I mean, so, and, okay, so so this. What is, if you really like grudges no. and and like uh, conversation leading up to tension? Yeah. Then this is not. Then this is the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, so let me let me go around. So I this is my first ever wrestling experience, with the one exception of I watched the documentary about The Rock's time as a wrestler last year uh, for Rocktober. But this is the first actual wrestling show I've ever seen. Um, Anthony, uh, as you were making clear, you did watch some wrestling in the 80s. You hate Vince, sure. Vince McMahon. So I don't, maybe, are, are you like a wrestling hipster? No, I mean, I don't necessarily hate Vince. I don't think he's a good person. Like, I I have a kind of a weird, like, I like the character of him as a person and as, like, a sort of the things he represents. I'm not a big fan. And mostly I think he is uh very bad for the company. I think he just runs a bad, yes, I would agree. bad company. And the biggest problem with Vince McMahon is that he is, uh, he's kind of like a Lauren Michaels type, I guess is uh-huh. a good way to compare him to comedy in sense. He's going to die in that chair and the sh- product <laughs> will never be able to get good again until he is right. So it's okay. W- okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is Vince McMahon, stupid question. Is Vince McMahon a real person? Yes. He is the owner yes. And majority shareholder in the WWE. It's but yes, but he is a great on-screen villain and a very real, very bad behind-the-scenes villain yes. as well. Wait, so is he well, playing himself? Think yes. Well, uh, he's think. playing like an, an exaggerated version of himself. But yes. And don't you think his kids will just take over and also be bad when he's well, gone? Well, that is why the whole Shane getting fired match was so important right. because Shane right. has been ruining TV for the last like. <laughs> 
Six months? Wait, well, wait. I mean, Shane, the, was that in the latter thing? Yeah. Yes, that was his son. Also, that was Vince McMahon's son? Yes, and Stephanie yeah, Shane was McMahon. at the beginning. Shane O'Mac. But there, there's this... And she's... Isn't she married to... Who's Triple she's H. Married to somebody? She's married to Triple, Triple H. H. Yeah, yeah. So that's the... I mean, that's the thing is like... You, the there is like if you watch like I have a lot of friends who watch NXT, which is like a subdivision that the WWE owns. That like oh they made it. I there, I saw yeah. a reference to that, and it made it seem like it was like a up and coming. Yes, round. yeah, it's like the developmental. Yeah, yeah. Show. and okay. Vince doesn't really care about that, so the story's really good. But the problem is that there's even the talented <laughs> people like the stories you hear about just Vince coming in, comes in like day of. Pitches terrible ideas, always loves doing, like, the most played-out, horrible tropes. This uh, SmackDown is a really good example of, like, the way the paper, the not paper, but the main event match went down. It's just, like, bad storytelling and creative to have, like, this epic title run end in less than 30 seconds because we have to make Brock Lesnar look scary again. Like, we haven't done that storyline enough. It's just... Don't get me Wait, started on that. Lester's the guy with the, the thick neck. No, he's the guy with the yes, big and the, and the big knife dick tattoo. Yeah, the big knife oh, dick yeah, yeah. on his chest that walked down to the screen uh, stage. Uh, but yeah, that was just yeah, like Yeah, he got rid of trombone guy in yeah. like two seconds. <laughs> We've been <laughs> Kofi <laughs> Kingston has worked in wrestling for over a decade. He deserves more to be known as trombone yeah. guy. <laughs> and then you have like someone like Brock Lesnar who's worked like this, you know, what kind of in like wrestling fans call like Pope Timos, like Brock Lesnar comes in every, like, well, three times a year, wrestles a few matches, but gets... Vince loves him, so Vince is like, he's, of course he's going to win the title his first match back in 30 seconds. Of course he's going to have this great wait, run. Wait, but so they said that so he, he was from the UFC. Is he also a... So he's yes. a real athlete and a pretend athlete. He was. He played uh, for the Vikings for two seconds. Yeah. He oh, was a geez. wrestler at the University of Minnesota. Like, he's... Yeah. yeah. Don't you... Does he sell tickets, though? Do the people... Like, no, love, people love no, they, Brock Lesnar, yeah, but I don't like, understand why people love yeah. Brock Lesnar because he is – this was this is true. This was like his first – because he's only wrestled at pay-per-views for like the last like eight years, I think. This is his first like regular TV match, and, and he – they just ran a terrible story with him and Seth Rollins over on the Raw brand. So the fact that they brought him back with like – that happened like maybe two months ago. The fact that they brought him back again so quickly is just shows you how tired and – basically pointless Vince McMahon stories are. I'm I'm having like trouble following even this much, but I just want to go back a second and say calling him trombone guy is not a huge insult because the other guy was sword dick. So it feels like <laughs> Well no that's it's clear uh, I don't Yeah but that, that's not an insult to Big E. He would appreciate yeah. that. Well I called him well I, I'd like to call him high perceived neck thickness uh, or PNT. <laughs> He's a high PNT guy and that is hard for me to watch. Just yeah. that neck yeah. just seems like it can't be a good way to have a body. I once, but didn't you feel for him when he was so scared at the end? Well, okay, the horror. I mean, so, so that idea was, man. Okay, we. I yeah. feel like we should clarify uh, so much of this well, for people listening. Just in Alex, case they're not following another it. quick tangent. Can I get on? Since we are talking about Brock Lesnar's neck, can I say one thing about that neck? <laughs> yes. I yes. once, with my own two eyes, watched that neck save Brock Lesnar's life. Uh, <laughs> I was I was lucky enough to attend WrestleMania 19 in Seattle, Washington, uh, which had a wow. very famous final match between Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, both almost killing themselves. And the match mm-hmm. ended with uh, Brock Lesnar. For real or for pretend? For real. For real. They both oh. almost really hurt themselves. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, that almost happens all the yeah, time. But so. Yeah, but this match in particular ended with, okay, that big old guy Brock Lesnar. 
right? Imagine that big old boy climbing up to the top rope and doing a perfect backflip off the top of it. He does that every once in a while. That very big man. Okay. And he did it at yeah, this so, night, and he landed directly. So one of the lumberjacks did a backflip, and it was pretty dope. Yeah, uh, but Brock's way bigger. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. He landed on his neck, and if he didn't have nothing but like a truck tire for a neck, it would have killed a lesser man. <laughs> but he went to the hospital with a slight bruised neck. It's one of the. I honestly thought oh. I saw a man die, but he just was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm okay. I have a big neck." But yeah, it's a good neck. Um, okay, so. So to round out this panel, just to talk, just catch everybody else up. So clearly, Jamie, this is a thing that you. This is one of the reasons why I asked you is I, I thought you you liked wrestling and I was right. And you're still you're you're current, not yes, but I don't watch the WWE stuff because there's so much of it. I get updates. I like keep abreast of it. I will watch clips, mm-hmm. but I don't watch it. Um, date because there's at least three shows, and that's if you don't count two hundred five live, which I don't. Um, so yeah, this seems like just basically an unbelievable amount of content there. I producing. mean, there's so much, and here's the thing: it's a lot of it is just the retread of the same thing over and over again. So you can really just be like, oh, this person's out, like this person's and this person are fighting. They're probably going to have no joke seven matches before the storyline ends. So the only one you really need to watch is the last one. But um, also, so th- to be fair, uh, Alex, yeah. I want to stress: like, if you really want to follow baseball, it's a lot of things you have to watch and keep up with too. It's kind of the same with like. Well, this is what I was trying to wonder. So, like, I I don't watch a ton of baseball. I watch a little bit of baseball. I really like the English Premier League. I like soccer. So, I but I watch my team, and then when my team is not playing, I just check some scores, see what the table is, you know, see what the the rankings are. So, do you pick? Do you have like a guy? You're like I watch trombone guy every time he fights. Do you have <laughs> like? Do you pick a team, or do you just because this? Or you're saying I mean, storyline, so you're watching certain fights yes, in I mean, order. I- I have guys that I am like invested in. Mm-hmm. The problem is a lot of them. I like I like Daniel Bryan, um, who was the the scruffier dude who was on commentary for the lumberjack match before oh, he ran yeah, yeah. in. Um, I like until he couldn't take it anymore. Yes, and he's fighting right. one of the lumberjacks later. Which is yeah, they fought at Hell in a Cell, okay. um, which was last weekend. Oh, okay. Which is a thing that I have never experienced, where the person in the booth is like, "Can't wait till I'm playing again tomorrow." It's usually like an old <laughs> retired person. Right, and they have that too. That's Jerry the King Lawler, who was um, back on, who is now back on commentary on the Raw brand after yeah. having not done it for a real few great years. time to put a guy like that back in front of a microphone. I think right. 20, he's definitely going to meet to himself yeah, out of a job. Twenty nineteen, <laughs> definitely. I'm glad guys like that can still get woke. Okay, so um, so so he's one of your guys. Who else are your guys? Um, in uh, WWE, I like Kofi a lot, but after they did him dirty, I like him and the whole New Day, which was the other um, two guys he came out with. Yeah, yeah. But they're um, but honestly, I like most of my dudes are on AEW All Elite Wrestling, which is like a completely different show. That's the- where do you where do you watch that? TNT. Um, it's on TNT on Wednesdays. TNT. It's and I, but I watch it through like the app, the TNT Wait, app, because AEW I don't have cable. Part of the same empire, or no. is that a competitor? It's a complete. It's owned by Tony Khan, who owns the Jack. Well, it's whose dad owns the Jaguars. Um, and it is a completely different thing that is like, for the longest time, WWE has been the station on TV. Like maybe TNA Impact have been like competitors, but it hasn't really been close. AEW is the first one that's giving them any kind of challenge. Yeah. At and this are point. they? And the wrestlers don't cross over. You're like owned by one brand. Yes, except for the fact that like at this point, a lot of their wrestlers did work for WWE, and we're going to get to a point where AEW wrestlers are going to be unhappy and leave, and then WWE is going to hire them. So there is going to be some crossover, but it's not going to really be like a, a story way so much as like. 
like, oh man, this dude who was over here is now yeah. over, like AEW's champion right now is Chris Jericho, who was one of the WWE's biggest stars. Oh. He still isn't he old? Isn't he been around for a long time? Yes, he's been doing this twenty some years wow. at this point, and How he's still can he hold up. <laughs> He's rocking like a dad bod, but in a hot yeah. way. So good for him. So Amber, it sounds like you are familiar, but mm-hmm. not current. So what is yeah, your not, what is your not wrestling background? Current. I in maybe fifth, sixth, fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, uh, really enjoyed it. The Macho Man, uh, Hulk Hogan, Miss Shannon, okay. uh, Sensational Sherry. The I, I don't know why I'm telling you these names. Yeah, uh, the I've heard of Hulk Hogan. Though. Isn't he a yeah. creep? Um, not when you're a sixth grader Mm. but i did like macho man better um and like to me the bushwhackers were like the height of comedy uh the rockers were the coolest guys ever like my the rockers are still wrestling too what (laughs) yeah they're on they're on um nwa um which uh, i think is northern wrestling alliance that might not be right but they do not look good i can't imagine i know what nwa stands for and it's not yep yep, that's the problem yep (laughs) oh wow so i did i loved it when i was it was a young gal and uh like a friend of mine got to go to some event and got brett the hitman heart glasses and i was like this is the (laughs) coolest thing i've ever seen so um, i watched it when i was very very young so it was uh a lot different yeah so when you watch it now how like how does it feel does it feel like oh the old familiar thing or is it like what has happened to my beloved childhood oh well it's just like it's it's a little you know there's nostalgia and then it's also like did i think i i mean i thought it was completely real you know i was like mm. how dare miss elizabeth do this to him and uh <laughs> they were in love and they those two were best friends and how could they go be like i i was all in on the storylines like you know soap opera and um I watching it tonight. My husband was watching it with me, and we were both like, "We gotta, we should go to one of these live." Like, I think, I, I think being there would be yeah. so fun. And, I mean, uh, I did think that, and I still, I've talked about this for years, but I think Anthony, we should go when they come through Portland, and if we can, we should. I, I would love to. I, I do think that uh, for all the negative stuff we say about, I, as I at least say about modern WWE, I do think. Even though the creative is some of the worst that's ever been, the talent is easily some of the best that's ever been. Like, especially oh, by far, especially in like the women's division, which has become such a incredible thing. Opposed to when, like, when I was watching it, it was mostly a joke and. You know, there was a few really good. Oh yeah, the girls were not wrestling when I was like Miss Elizabeth and and Sherry. Like they they were just you know side pieces. Like they were definitely like the idea of them re- women wrestling would have been so exciting. Yeah, and like to, well now you got Becky Lynch who's crushing oh, it every week. Yeah, was so. she yeah. the man? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I Becky Lynch her. was the man. She's fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the talent and the athleticism is still there. Like even though I thought like the storylines were kind of garbage tonight, some of the matches were pretty good. I thought like I really liked the the women's tag match. I really like Charlotte Flair a lot. Um, Dude, she's great. That she's got all the spirit die. of her dad. It's wonderful. The ladders had me very. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very. Someone's gonna like cut, get cut in half. It for sure felt like the ladders were. Oh, like, those are more dangerous. Those than are straight up. Painted wood, like right, and but still, it's still not great. But yeah, wood's yeah, no, it's still gonna hurt, man. Like, remember the two things that break my bones? One of them is painted wood. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> well, okay, but 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 also very dangerous. Yeah, well, I mean, um, that's the thing is like wrestling's not fake; it's choreographed, right? Like, you can't fake a bump. Yeah, like a bump's gonna hurt no matter what. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it's just something to keep in mind, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. I was just yeah. Like it's air. not, 
it's not fake. It's just that the ending is predetermined. Yes. These people are still like hurting themselves. It's not like oh, yeah. Owen Hart dying was fake. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know what that is, but that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, he had a superhero gimmick, and they were lowering him from the rafters, and they put his harness on backwards, and he fell to his death. No. Yeah, it was real bad. In front of how many people? Uh, sold out stadium. Um, oh, oh, oh. yeah, Jesus it was a lot. Christ. It was it was for a pay per view, so it was a lot of people. Um, that's the worst thing I've heard. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 people do get hurt doing like Cirque du Soleil, um, mm-hmm. and also in the other fighting sports where it is real, that also happens, but like on purpose. So. Yeah. Right. The fact that this does not happen that often is good. It yeah. still is scary. Like there were, like yeah. I mean, the 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 slapping and the punching is like hilarious. Um, and then also there's some things where it's like, ah, that's definitely yeah. sucked for you, Alex. One time during a uh, a wrestling match, the Undertaker opened up a portal to the human hell under the ring and dragged one of his opponents into it. So yeah, it could be pretty dangerous out there. I wondered where that portal was. Yeah, it's it's so, under the WWE ring. Uh, well, the Undertaker, as you know, is an undead uh, wizard who communes yes. with the spirits of the dead. And every once in a while, uh-huh, right. he would burst out from the, underneath the ring, because that's very spooky, and drag mm-hmm. you underneath it uh, to hell. This is like, this. It, it you know, it sounds, when you describe it that way, it does actually remind me of the greatest show ever that I've had to watch in the middle of a yes, um, and that's what re- wrestling is. Um, real life anime. That is yeah. what wrestling is. Okay, that is a g- people have special moves. They get stronger by yelling or taking clothes <laughs> off. It is real yeah. life anime. <laughs> okay, so um, here's what we got to do. We have to start out um, with what we're doing for the fall season, which is a compliment spice latte. So I want everybody to say your one favorite thing from Friday Night SmackDown from Octo- uh, October fourth. This was, I believe? Yes. Yeah, so from the, the, the premiere of Friday Night SmackDown, your favoritest thing that you saw. So, uh, Amber, would you start us off? What was your favorite thing from this episode? Oh, I think just overall the whole thing, because it was such a, like, triggered so many happy childhood memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like, the lights coming up. Like the, just like the, the pageantry of it all, like, brought back uh, really fun uh, memories for me so um uh just like the whole just, just the, the whole the thing vibe, you liked the, the vibe, vibe. Yeah. i really like oh oh and i really um there was one gosh I, I, it was early on there was one guy in the audience that uh was not there was he was making like oh no you didn't like actions several mm-hmm. times in the background and uh my husband and i rebound and watched that <laughs> audience member a couple of times i don't remember that it was not it wasn't going along with what was happening in the ring at all it was like as if he knew the camera was there and he was a tiny dot and he was shaking his head no 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 you didn't yeah. and um he was a delight as well um Anthony, what is your compliment spice latte for uh, Friday Night's Back Down? I'm a big fan of promos. Uh, I love watching a good promo. I thought tonight had a few good ones. Uh, like, even what, what are the what are you calling promos? A promo is essentially anything that's like a scripted uh, 
sequence in a stage or anything so like uh when so the, the smack talking beforehand yeah or like when it cuts to just that like so uh brock lesnar's uh assistant or speaker paul Heyman, cut a really good promo when he talks about why brat why brock is coming through and everyone is like next in front of him i really thought the like when he was in the back yes. like when he was, in was being oh, interviewed. Yeah. Oh, yeah the the fake the like sideline reporter yes lady so that's what a, like, with hey, a very what nervous that's what a promo is the rest the wrestlers you cut those the little things of how you do stories i thought the fiends whole promo with like the weird uh uh Ooh, firefly fun house always yes good, though. i had never seen that before i really enjoy that kind of silliness in wrestling uh yeah so, that was some silly shit yeah so i i like that i thought that was For a people lot who haven't fun. seen it get, let's do a, a quick uh jamie tell me what this is because i like it, it was a fake okay. kid show with a crazy person <laughs> yes yeah. so what it is is um bray wyatt um used to be this like sort of serial killer type character he got injured he decided he wanted to reinvent himself so he created this idea of the fiend and what it is is the fiend is this aspect of bray wyatt the the person and Bray Wyatt, the way he communicates with people is through this TV show, this fake, you know, Mr. Rogers type show called Firefly Funhouse. And all of the characters in Firefly Funhouse represent a part of Bray Wyatt's personality. Like the fat pig oh. is supposed to represent him when he first started with the WWE. The, um, the Ramblin' Rabbit is the one that, like, speaks the truth to it. Um, Sister Annabelle represents, like, the whole serial killer aspect. But what it is now is basically Bray Wyatt as a character and The Fiend are technically, in, in Keith Kayfabe, like, the story, are two separate characters. And uh... Bray Wyatt, the person, is trying to warn Seth Rollins about how The Fiend is coming for him. And then the monster shows up, also played by Bray Wyatt. I... I, I would say that that helped, but I think I'm further from understanding it than when I started. <laughs> so it's a fake. There's like 20 episodes person. of those. So. Yes, but the, cra- the 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 show itself is more of a representation of his mind than an actual show. Okay. And we, as the audience, know that he's both people. Yes, like uh, it, it's not kept a secret. It. Yeah. Gotcha. You just happened. That's this most recent one didn't explain it great. But the, the so so Anthony, you entered the promos and the the. The one with um, the the neck guy's business partner, um, manager. manager. The term is manager. Was was so because I had not. That was the first time they'd done the sideline reporter, which is a trope I'm familiar with from sports. And so the and I was just like, I don't know who this this the sweaty guy is, and he is being very rude to this reporter. Who was like we saw her practicing when they cut away to her yeah. and she was like, "Where we like? Oh, she's so nervous. Maybe she's scared to interview Brock Lesnar." Like, I, I think is that what I mean. That is kind of what I'm they're sure. going at. Right? Like those are yeah. those are pre-recorded. That's not happening live, right? All of that right. is pre-recorded. They recorded that earlier that day or yesterday. So like yeah, anything they show point. like that is like meant to be illustrating something, right? Like they told her to stand there and look nervous while they filmed a small clip. Right. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, and like that's Paul Heyman's been doing this in the WWE for over a decade at this yeah. point, and it's always been like the same boisterous. Like my my client, my rep, the person I represent is this, and usually he does it for people who not always, but usually aren't great at cutting their own promos, and that is like especially Brock Lesnar. Wait, so he? Yeah, he does not seem like he's a great actor. That uh, neck guy. <laughs> Um, so wait, so so he has been a multiple people's fake manager. Well, he's yeah, actually- um, he did um, CM Punk, but CM Punk was good on the mic. He did. Um, I feel like he did. He was a big ECW guy. Well, he was, and then the- when they got bought by the WWE, he became a part. He of was it. the owner of ECW. That was it, it yeah, was his company, exactly. and then he got. But he he uh, technically, 
I think he's the main head of creative for Raw. Because I know Raw and Yes, Smackdown he is in charge have, of Raw now, yeah. have two different, like, creative heads. But, like, he oversees, right. like, he plays a character, like Vince McMahon, like a lot of people. You play a character within the show, but you also have work to do 9 to 5 during the day, which is figuring out the creative for the the show that night, you know? Wait, wait. So WWE Raw is <laughs> different from SmackDown. Yeah. It's the same universe. It's like, you know how there's... um. You know how a show has a spinoff? Yeah. SmackDown is technically a spinoff of Raw. And yeah. Sometimes characters will show up. It used so to be a happened? very like strategic like brand split, and then they kind of switched it up to the build-up to the Fox. And right now what they're doing is a draft. And after the draft, if you're a Raw wrestler, you're mostly going to stay on Raw. If you're a SmackDown oh. wrestler, you're mostly going to stay on SmackDown. So, so it's like Blackish, Grownish, Mixedish. Yeah, uh, exactly. So and NX, NXT well, is Grownish. It's, I guess, it's a no, little bit more dish. like so. The the history because the, the history behind wrestling is so fascinating to me. I'm so interested in the business. But so like, uh, Vince McMahon bought WCW, which was the main competitor uh, mm-hmm. from Ted Turner. 20 years ago, and he got all the talent he wanted from it, and it, it got him so much talent that it was like, and it was getting to the point that people were starting to understand health more and more, and real, maybe realized having wrestlers be on two shows a week plus a pay-per-view every month is not very healthy. So, like, mm. he got this other company in order to, like, diversify his roster so much that he could support two shows, and it's been kind of going since that. Um so the rest, so wrestlers on Raw don't usually show up on SmackDown yeah. unless they're like, Correct. "Hey, I'm yeah. popping over for this fun promo." Is Hell right. in a Cell a different? That's okay. So Hell in a Cell, they used to have like show specific pay per views. So like they would have a Raw pay per view and a SmackDown pay per view. Uh-huh. Nowadays it's blended. So depending on who the commentary team is, that tells you what show it is. So if it's you know these two guys, then it's a Raw fight. If it's these two guys, it's a SmackDown fight. That's uh-huh. how it's done these okay. days. Um, this is just, I'm just, I'm just blown away by, by how much this is. There's just so much of this. There's a lot. Yeah. Be a manager. You need more I'm than one podcast. As a, as a, you want to like show up on the show as somebody's manager. Right. I want to be the bossy, sweaty yeah. guy. I mean, I definitely think you talk. would be really good at, you know, like distracting a referee every once in a while. So yeah. the guy can get a dirty yes. hit in, oh. you know? And like, I use, like I use a, like a, a big bracelet, like I, or my big per, you know, I have my big, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. my fur jacket and I, and I swipe, I hit people with it. Every yeah. Once and in like a while. Or I, I hide heavy shit in it and then I get you. Yeah. I like that. You pull a steel chair out of your bag. Candidate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love yeah. that. Wait, yeah. okay, and so, Ooh. so just to, uh, I probably should just give up on trying to understand this, but so, <laughs> um, so the things that happen on the shows are like building up to things that happen on the pay per views. Yes. Correct. So if you want to like find out the ending, you got to give them more money. Yes, or have WWE Network. Right. Oh man. Okay. So Jamie, what was your uh, compliment spice latte for this episode well, in particular? I mean, I do love promos. That's a big part of it, too. But I liked um, – my favorite part was probably – I like it when, like, lesser-known dudes get a little bit of a highlight. So that, I really liked the Lumberjack match um, between Roman Reigns and uh, Eric Rowan. Is a Lumberjack match a normal thing? They kept saying that, like, it's oh, very everyone rare. knows what a yeah. Lumberjack match is. Well, it happens, like – they probably do them, like, two or three times a year. So it's not super often. Okay. But um, – and, and honestly, I'm probably – that's probably too much. But um, – <laughs> 
they they're they're not super common, but I like it because a lot of the dudes who were the surround the lumberjacks, if you will, um, they were like dudes who I'll be honest, a lot of them don't get a lot of screen time, so yeah. just them being on TV at all was nice. Okay, okay, wait, so wait, so, <laughs> so it's called the lumberjack match. So there's a it's right. a it's a wrestling match, but there's like ten guys, or twenty guys surrounding. I think the it was ring. twenty. Yeah. If you fall and they, out, you they get help back everybody. In. Yeah, get back in the ring. Um, Their friendship yeah, is not important yeah. in other matches that they stay in the <laughs> ring. So, but this so it's like a lot of guys doing a job that's not super <laughs> necessary. No, you can get work. you can get a count out of uh um from if you're out of the ring for ten seconds. That's a count out. Except so, for the matches I mean, where you usually... can just be out forever. Right. Well, those are no DQs. So those are different kinds of matches. Okay, great. Um, but then, so so the thing with the lumberjack matches is both of them had big beards. I thought that's what it meant. Well, no. Uh, well, only I Roman like, Reigns doesn't have a big beard. They, well, they both look kind of like lumberjacks. I thought that was the yes, point of that match. Yes, they're both very tall. Well, that's a that's a big Vince McMahon thing. Is he likes them tall and he likes them buff? Yeah, and Alex, we have like, one thing, thing in common. Al- and Alex, we need to seriously. How many times I gotta tell you? Just because someone has long hair doesn't make them a lumberjack. That is an offensive <laughs> thing. That you say it so often. But hey, it makes it, it's a compliment. They should take it how I intend. When you say, look at those fucking lumberjacks over there, I, I think right. people might be interpreting that a little bit differently. It's the responding yeah. to, though, not oh, the actual when, words. Great, a bunch of lumberjacks. When you assume they're a lumberjack, you're a lumberjerk. <laughs> uh, and you were mean to me about my joke a second ago. Um, <laughs> uh, my, I guess my compliment, uh, well, it was going to be for um, Kofi's friend with the blue trombone. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, who's a big video game guy, so I love him to death. I like him a lot. And I actually, I was so disappointed about Kofi, because he's on the poster, and I was like, well, that guy's real small. I like that. And then they were like, he's vying for the World Heavyweight Championship tonight, (laughs) which seems weird that the championship is in episode one, and that he is in the same weight class as the guy whose neck weighs more than him. (laughs) Yes. Um, well, that's that's a big part of it. Is that like he's uh, to be fair, he's had a decent length reign. I think it's been at least six months. Okay. And they but they took the belt off of him to play up the whole Kane Velasquez thing. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I liked him. And then he's just not in this episode. He he just gets and then it's over and all of that worked for nothing. And I was disappointed. So I might go find some clips of Kofi at his ga- the top of his game. I did like how they, really they were like, oh, Brock Lesnar has had trouble with smaller guys. I was like, what? <laughs> like that he steps on them? What trouble? Is yeah, this yeah. Could be rough same, for him. In the same way, like the Lilliputians were trouble when there were 2,000 of them with ropes and they tied mm-hmm. you down. But a, yeah, he did not care that much. The other, I guess the other tiny comment that I would have said is I liked the, how unathletic a lot of the costumes were. Yeah. There was a lot more denim and leather and straps. And like it was not all. A lot less skin than I uh, yeah, remember. Yeah, not as many butts honest. and underwear. Yeah. The, a lot yeah. of the lumberjacks, it was straight butts, but then a right. lot of the other people were wearing just like a lot of clothes <laughs> and a lot of like yeah, that, loose, flowy that, pants. I enjoy- and full bodysuit. The Japanese guy was like oh, head yeah. to toe. Shinsuke Nakamura is great. Yeah. Watch some of his like New Japan matches. That dude yeah. goes hardcore, and he can't in WWE because they've got like harder regulations. But one of his finisher is he straight up hits a dude in the face with his knee. It's amazing. What? Okay. Wait, so let's talk about rules and regulations because that's the second thing you've said about it. One was that you could be disqualified for something, apparently. And then uh, yes, the other depending one, on the match. one was that you said they have harder rules and regulations. Well, Probably the hardest thing for me to watch, besides not understanding this, was that I am a big fan of rules. And it does seem <laughs> like this is not my sport. Well, I, so the rules... Have, um, it's really like, like, it's like the who's line is it anyway? 
Well, the latter one, I don't... Okay, I, it was a clear... The ending, but, like, right. there's a referee and his... all Like, every fight is just him looking perplexed at something or other. Yeah. And that's not how rules He's got to count to three. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. the referee serves an incredibly important job in terms of, like, what they're actually doing in a wrestling ring, too. Oh, Alex. what does that mean? Well, they, they're, like, the timekeepers. They help communicate things. They... There's a oh, lot like of things. It's time for a turn now. It's time for no, no, like lose. no, like how long the matches. What that all the the match stuff. The wrestlers work out between before the thing. That's mm-hmm. like like a creative process they mm-hmm. do, you know. Uh, but like the ref, you know, will do a lot of other things in the match, like keep just sort of working on the flow and timing of it and stuff like that. Mm. Okay, and then looks confused all the time, like his rules are not being followed. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the point. Is you're basically like a vaudeville style cartoonist yeah. because you got you you got to sell what's happening without actually like doing anything. Yeah, and I uh, think by what when Jamie was mentioning the rules, what he meant is that there are like there are the sort of kayfabe rules about like what you can do in a wrestling match and how the matches work, right? And then there are company wide rules like you can't do pile drivers anymore. You can't hit someone right. in the head with a steel chair anymore. You can't do a lot of other types of moves that they just that if you go to Japan and wrestle in New Japan, you can like maybe take a chair shot to the head or like do a pile driver on someone. But the WWE has like these rules that are like they don't talk about within the show that are just like company wide known. Like you can't do this anymore. You can't do that. You can't do that. You know, it's because they're Interesting. not not the dangerous and not safe. Yeah. But not like, like the rules of wrestling, which it seems like are it's actually mostly a punching sport. Mm, well, <laughs> that's mostly filler for the high spots. Yeah, what's that? What does high spots mean? It's like the big moves, um, like the like high spots. Mostly means like if a guy got on top of a turnbuckle and did something, that's where the term comes uh, from. Yeah, yeah. But it's mostly like, hey, I'm gonna do, you know, WWE especially lately has a reputation for having like every wrestler only has five moves, and during a match they're gonna hit all five, and then when they do their finisher, that's gonna be the end of the match. Oh, okay. So like the finisher, one of the finishers was um, uh, the figure eight, which yeah. was an improvement on her dad's figure four. Mm-hmm. Um, that move seemed much more like a fun thing to her, and didn't seem like like you needed to do a back bend to end a wrestler. Correct, but if you but can that, it do helps a back bend, yes. it's very cool. Well, and Alex, uh, you got to remember the figure four as a as a kid who did not listen to the rules and tried to tried it a lot at home for wrestling. The figure uh-huh. four hurts enough by itself. If someone <laughs> someone gets you in a legit, I, I can also vouch. For yeah, that. that was a, a a big move in our house. If someone it. gets you in a legit figure four, it's fucking painful. And then they're showing they're stut- strutting on you too. Fuck that! I'm tapping out. <laughs> All right. Um, so the thing that brought us here today is that this is the Rocktober and. Um, the Rock was in this episode briefly, and uh, I. But he has not been. He's not doing this much anymore. They can't usually afford. No, him. he hasn't done it in years. Okay, so the Rock comes back, and as far as I can tell, him and the man who is a Scottish woman, um, Irish Becky Lynch. Yeah, the two of them just beat up a guy for no reason, 
and well, then they started the show. Well, he was running his. It's mouth. not no reason. Okay, for emotional Is reasons, it cause but he's, not because he's lame. Because he was yeah. poor. Yeah, yeah. For, well, because he's 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 a heel. Yeah, yeah. So they he's, beat him up for being a, a heel, but it wasn't like yes. a match. They were just like, "We're here talking. We're gonna beat you up and then leave." It was a comedy and sketch. To be fair, they gave him a chance to leave, and then he took his stuff off. So. <laughs> And she had a match coming uh, coming up anyway, so she ha- she had to be there. She, she was had, already she had, warm. Yeah, she had she had shit to do. She right. had a match coming up. But basically, so this is what you said about the moves. It's like the Rock was there long enough to do each of his moves, I think, in order, and then he left. Yeah, but those are great moves, man. Like if you didn't rock bottom someone on the playground, what were you even doing? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> and his entrance, like the man knows how to work. Oh, a camera, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, he's you're like, oh yeah, that's it. That's oh, a he did the thing where he like pushed the camera and, yeah. and drug it. Oh, that was a cool move. I, and he's like, hey, come over me. here. Yeah, threw his jacket over it. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. I mean, as someone who came up during the Attitude Era, like that was the wrestling I watched was when like The Rock was coming up. To have him come back out and just like do the breathe like in and. Do, oh, yeah. oh man! It was like so the, all the good nostalgia flashbacks you want. That is good. Like my when Hulk Hogan came out, I was like, "Oh God, somebody get him a cane! Somebody get him a wall!" It wasn't quite as like, <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, what, what? So, uh, what was the? Was that just? That wasn't part of any bigger storyline. That was just to get no. people to watch this new show on Fox. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. They had, they promoted it. They were like, I'm sure they paid him a buttload. But yeah, it was basically like, hey, we need to have good uh, ratings for our first episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, it got, it got us. So that worked. Um, <laughs> is So but, uh, what I learned last year, Anthony, was that The Rock is a bad guy. Um, well, but he people has, like him enough. He has been. He's, go, he goes, he's gone back and forth. He spent most of his career... As a like early on as a bad guy, and then became a face and was that for most of it. But he definitely okay. had like a few times when they tried to make him a villain, but it was always tough. Right. So, so and then with uh, some wrestlers, you get to a point where you're so over that it doesn't matter if you're playing a heel or a face; the audience is still going to go nuts for you. Oh, uh, okay. So it does seem like I mean, you know, it didn't seem like he was working super hard because maybe he's like his face is worth a lot more money than anybody else's face. But um, yeah. it also seemed like he was probably pretty fun when he was actually doing this. I can. Oh, he was amazing. He was great because he just even in that he, little bit, he just seemed like way more fun. I mean, even now, twenty years later, he was easily one of the best promo cutters out there. You know, it was like him, Chris Jericho, Ric Flair. Like if you put a mic in these guys' hands, they were making you gold. Yeah. Like so, are those improvised? Then is it an improv skill or is it just like being? They used to be. Very heavily improvised. They would like give you an idea of what you had to talk about, and then it was just like, "Hey, go nuts!" Nowadays, the WWE is incredibly scripted, like overwhelmingly so. But the point where a lot of people who have left have said that's had. part of the problem. Yeah. But it's it's also very like you'll work on something all day, and then Vince will come in and be like, "You should be in a gas mask. Call him an idiot yeah. while you're doing it. This is such good shit." Uh, you know that's. But yeah, like that's the type of thing. Like you, ship, you spend all days like people talk about how like when you're writing promos for this, you have to be really careful about like even mentioning a prop because you'll be like, you mentioned a prop. You need a prop in this sequence. Uh, just a lot of Is that. A prop a thing or do you just mean like a. No, I mean like a prop. prop. Like if you mention like, oh, it smells bad. He'll be like, you should be in a gas mask. Uh, <laughs> like what? Okay. Get show sure, Vince. I guess we'll do that. Okay. Uh, so the question is for the for the Rocktober was where uh, we've been talking about how far down the rocky road this uh, particular uh, thing we were watching led us. So how 
the rock how how good was the rock how was his rockness in this performance in this instance um it did feel a tiny bit phoned in to me but i also felt like this felt this felt better than most of his acting roles like it felt more natural for him is that fair I mean, yes, this is where he clearly came up. He was clearly having more fun. Honestly, if you had said that he would be like out there smiling at all, that would be insane. Because even when he was a face, he was not a smiler. Uh, he was like very much a stoic, like thing. tough guy. Nowadays, yes. In wrestling, it never was. Interesting. Yeah. And, I'm glad he found like, his, his voice and it was his teeth. It, it's like Ice Cube. <laughs> You're like, no, now like these young kids don't know him as an angry <laughs> man. And now, oh, <laughs> Right. I, I want to go back and watch. Like I thought he was. It was so fun. I was like, oh, I could. I would watch some old. Go back and watch some old rock stuff because I want to. I wanted. Now I want to go back and see him wrestling at his prime. And I want to see. He some was. Of that. There was one time he dropped an elbow in um, dress shoes, and those weren't like they don't have any grips on them. So he actually slid across the room as he was dropping the elbow, and it looked amazing. <laughs> like it. Like it's just stuff like that. He he knows how to sell like these weird little things. That there's a reason why people like 20 years later are still popping for him. Like I would say, like he's Hulk Hogan without like the uncomfortable like racial stuff. Yeah. He's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, but like happy. It's right. there's so much gold. Well, here. I gotta say, I I've so- said it before. I think I've said it every October. Nobody in the history of the business has ever sold a stunner as well as The Rock can. The Rock. Oh, you do no. say that a lot. He, he would get air. Yeah. It's what did you say, it's Jimmy? it's. It's basically like a move where you grab someone by – okay, say you – I was standing in front of you, okay? Mm-hmm. I would grab you by the back of the head, and then I would go down, and then like the shock of us going down would hit you in the head. Basically, it's a coordinated fall, but the way The Rock would sell it would be like he just got hit by a car. He would t- go down and then bounce back like 20 feet into the air. He looked amazing every time he took one. Interesting. Wait, so he would get – And selling moves is so important in wrestling. You you mean like it's happening to him? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he and and he he the the rock sold moves perfectly. Like he he's he he may not have smiled, but his face still had so many emotions on it that it was amazing. I so yeah, that one of the things that was very funny to me is it seems like this form of a fake sport is very heavily reliant on people seeming dazed. <laughs> like yeah. everybody spends a lot of time in some sort of fugue state, um, which is weird. Hey, Alex, right? I want you to do 15 minutes of hardcore activity and then I will lay still while you climb a rope. Okay, we'll see how long I have to lay there for you to get up there. These things take time. When you've been throwing yeah, me yeah. around, it's like, yeah, take. But the time, the timing of it yeah. too, like to like slowly. I mean, yes, like you're saying, you you would be physically like, I'm gonna take this breather while dude tries <laughs> to climb that ladder. But like to get back in position just in the nick of time before something happens. Like it really like, yes, they have to act their athleticism and the, the timing of it. They, you gotta have good timing. Yeah. They should be stand up comics. Yeah. yeah I, Cause if you fuck up the timing, someone could get seriously hurt and yeah. it, it happens pretty often. Yeah. That's intense. Okay. So we're going to give this like a full 10 out of 10 rockness, even yeah. though it was brief. Yeah. I mean, I would say I would, wrestling, yeah. it, you know, his his parents didn't make movies, 
you know, his parents did wrestling. It's in his blood. It's yeah. This is where you want to get that real. Oh, that, that reminds me. One thing I, I noticed. I, I maybe I could have commented this. One thing that's fascinating about this is just how much of a parent-child sport this was. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's oh, yeah. kid was there. There was two the of them. young Flair. Yeah, apparently two of them. I didn't even, yeah, um, isn't Roman there's, Reigns? There's legacies all over. Yeah. Isn't Ro- Roman Reigns is the Rock's yeah, cousin? That's yeah. What I thought, yeah. Oh, that's why he's so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like there's um, uh, I'm trying to think who else was like like Randy Orton is both his dad and his grandfather are wrestlers. Um, the Rock's dad and his uh, right. grandfather are both wrestlers. Charlotte uh, Flair, uh, we talked talked about earlier. Yeah. Her dad's obviously Ric Flair. Wait, okay, so but, but I, we we mentioned this at the beginning, and I guess we have to get this. We're gonna wrap up here in a second, but like, so Vince McMahon's son got fired because of the la- ladder thing, so he's just he not got, on TV anymore. Yes, he got kayfabe fired, and kayfabe is like the the illusion of like things being real, and what that means is they've been trying to get him off TV for a while. From the fan, the fans have hated him on TV for a while, and Fox has officially said, from what I understand, that they don't want any like corporate figures. They want the villains on this to be wrestlers. Oh. So they they he got fired to get him off of TV. Uh, wait, so he was a wrestler who also was a corporate exec. Yes, and that's a lot of them. Oh. Um, a lot of like a lot like Baron Corbin was like one of his uh, flunkies. Um, and for a while there, before this King thing, you may hate the King clothing, but before that, he looked like a manager of like a Chili's. So this is an upgrade. <laughs> well, uh, now he looks like a Burger King crackhead. I think is what the Rock, yeah. said, Rock said. Um, but the, okay, so that ladder thing, man, that was such a bizarre. Uh, I just love that that was like his like. Well, obviously, uh, we have to settle this. Uh, you guys know the one way we know how to settle these sorts of things. And, uh, let's get that briefcase up. There. Hang a briefcase from the ceiling. I would love to settle more disputes that way. Yeah. Um, how, how many ladder fights are there in the history of? Yeah. Is this, this? a common thing, guys? Yeah. I, I have vertigo, so I can't do it. But, uh, <laughs> but a ladder. But yeah, it happens. Ladder fights are very common. I mean, hey, can I really? Yeah. Okay. What if Alex? You think ladder fights are cool? What if I told you that, I don't know if they still do these, but when I was in the wrestling, a very common form of match was ladders, tables, and chairs. A match, that those three things are in the title. It doesn't end until somebody goes through a table. Is that how those matches work? Yeah, those are just table oh, matches. Oh, just table matches. Okay. Because um, they did yeah, throw they have... through the announcer's table, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yes. And they that threw, happens threw the probably like once a table. month. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that was a great part where he like threw the he like swept away all the iPads and I thought they looked like real iPads, which yeah. I enjoyed. Oh, they are. They for sure. They've got a lot of cushioning around them. <laughs> <laughs> They're was... in an otter box. That's one of the sponsors. Otter yeah. boxes. <laughs> um, all right. So I think okay. This is a lot to process. I don't know if it's fun. Uh, like if it's good content to listen to me be confused. So let's end on uh, the last thing I want to talk about tonight. Um, uh, this might be a little bit too creative, but let's see what we can do. So I just want to talk about um, the intros, the moves, the 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 catchphrases, the names. All of that is very fun and interesting. So if we were putting together, the four of us were doing some sort of tag team match. What are our what what one wrestling thing would, would you like to have uh, that you're making up for yourself? What intro do you want, or your you can name a move, or you can just come up with your name and theme of you as a wrestler? But give me one thing that your character on the WWE would have. Um, oh man, I, I know, it's a lot. I have one of top. This something I've always fan. There's a wrestler named Sting. 
mm-hmm. who his yeah, his thing yeah. is he steals famous movie looks. So he was the crow for a long time, and then he became Heath Ledger's the Joker for a long time. Uh, okay. But his crow look was very iconic. And once he did this entrance to the ring, when uh, a guy was walking through the crowd, and a dude in the crowd in a sting mask stood up and hit the dude with a chair, and then pulled off the sting mask to reveal he was sting wearing the sting face paint underneath the mask. <laughs> Which what? is to the day is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And if I was a wrestler, that would be my main gimmick. I would constant, I would have like a very iconic face paint, and I would constantly show up in a mask. Of people were like, "Is that him?" No, that's not him. And then it would turn out to be me, or sometimes people would think it was me and be positive, and then I would come around the corner like eating yogurt and be like, "What's up?" You know? Oh, I like that a so, lot. Like, That's a that, good trick. That would be like my gimmick. That would be like one of my jokes. Is that you were never sure if it was me in a mask or whatever. But that's Ooh, that's a good that's one. my wrestling gimmick. I don't know if this would work as a gimmick, but I was you guys know the app like Couch to Five K for getting oh, people yeah. to start yeah. running. Yeah, you used um, it several times. Great. <laughs> Wait, did you did you revert to couch? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Bet- between several, like it was to five k, and then I've done a couple half marathons, and yep, I've used it. It's good. It works. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that concept a lot, and I feel like that might be maybe that could be my like web series that I start on with the WWE, which is like Couch to SmackDown or something, where I start as a schlub. And then I like tr- like do little baby matches, and I work and I would work my way up uh, oh. to my five k big wrestling match, and then get defeated very quickly, presumably because I'm not ready. But just right. couch- I think that was WWE's tough enough, but that's what that was called already. Like that was like a well, they already had a show where it was like people trying to get in shape enough and like show off that they were badass enough to be wrestlers. And outside of like two of them, most of the winners I think disappeared into obscurity. Well, so that's fine. So I got a two in however many chance. So you're <laughs> there you saying go. there's a chance. Yeah, <laughs> and then you could be like one of the lumberjack guys. You could be like on the outside. Oh man, know, if I just outside. had long hair. No, just on the outside, yeah, underwear umber- lumberjack. Yeah. Oh, oh, that kind of lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I got confused yeah, that, again. The, yeah, the lum- underwear lumberjack guy. I'd be into that. Yeah, that sounds fun. That yeah. they did seem like you know what I liked about them is the camaraderie mm-hmm. when they were all gathered around, and when the guy did a backflip into them and they all fell over like bowling oh. pins. That seemed fun. And some of them ha- yeah. appeared to have like homemade T-shirts. <laughs> I enjoyed. Oh, that. that was that was the B team. Their whole thing is that they're. Um, losers oh. oh okay so that man one of like them is the... actually the the brother to the guy who plays the fiend oh man wait so all the good gimmicks are taken is what you're saying because losers was my next choice i mean honestly you could probably crush that <laughs> i mean it's kind of been a recurring one so go for it <laughs> do you have you've watched enough of this do you have a a thing you would want i i could talk about this for 10 minutes i honestly could <laughs> but um, if I had to narrow it down, um, my favorite thing are when like when someone's music kicks in and the audience loses their fucking yes. mind. Like when you hear the gong for the Undertaker or you hear the 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 glass shatter for like Stone Cold. Like that has always been my favorite part. So I would want something like that. But I'm so lame. It would have to be like the intro to a Less Than Jake song or something. <laughs> or could, could you could could you come out to a slide whistle? 
I feel like that gives me a very horny energy, but yeah, I could do that. Is that what or that something, is? some video game element, some like uh, music, like maybe that's part of your scheme is you've got some, yeah, crazy moves. Like, I mean, as a fat Italian, I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they, when they do the fireworks, it's like a, a green pipe comes out. You pop uh, up and then fireworks. I I oh, I would love that. I think Holy the shit. idea <laughs> of a a wrestler whose gimmick might, was like video game themed and like when he's yeah. like losing in a match, he does a move called like respawn or something, and he like comes back yeah. all all completely with a bunch of energy. I like or, it. And you could have like a spinning move that could be something he does. Oh yeah, or you could he could have a button mashing move where he just mm. flails. And yeah, I just, good yeah, just dances. I honestly, this is like one. I I am sincerely debating taking like wrestling school stuff. And what <gasps> so I want to do is I don't want to become a wrestler because I don't think I could ever do it. But I do want to hit a moon salt. And a moon nice. salt is when you're like on top of the turnbuckle and you do a basically a backflip into the air on top of your opponent. Oh, and yeah. I want to be able to do that just one time. That sounds dope. Uh, I believe in you. I yeah, believe in you. I think you do. Which, Thank you. That would lead me to what my yeah. like classic trope, but I think uh, I would be the go- a good like mom type character <laughs> who every once in a while, like you know, I have my I take in the wayward wrestlers and, yes. I, and and take care of them, and sometimes there's fighting between my boys and my gals, yeah. and, and and I and I take care of people, and and so you know, mama bears can get real uh, fierce and mean if you mess with their cubs. So I I would I would slap back and I would distract the refs like. Like I was saying before, and then and then sometimes my wrestlers would like give me presents. So sometimes I'd have a nice fur or you know sparkly <laughs> things, and then other times I'd be like, you know, real like Midwest curlers bringing a hot dish. Yes. So like I, I would, like this idea so much. Yep. I like you hitting someone with a casserole dish. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like I, I'm yeah, yes. I'm I gotta get in there. And like whoever the the uh, wrestler is is like, oh, mom, you're right. embarrassing me. But you're like, yep. I will not let somebody hit my boy like that. And then you. Yep. Dish to the face, mm-hmm. or to yeah. the chest, whatever you're allowed right. to do. What, whatever it is, yeah, I'm into it. I leave it to Beaver Wrestler would be very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm I'm brushing his hair in the corner and making sure you know licking my thumb and then what, cleaning off his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and... yeah. He comes out for his intro and then you like scurry out and you adjust his clothes and then scurry like yeah. you're gonna do great, honey, and then you disappear yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then oh. and then there's like a, a pro, they cut a promo where your your son is asking you to park around drop him off around the corner right. and you're like no, and then I won't maybe do that. maybe I have like uh, oh you know I get busted sometimes behind the scenes like hitting on the uh, who did I say I like Ro, Ro, Ronan or so uh, Roman like, like uh, you know whoever uh, you like one of the lumberjack guys and you liked Kofi. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I mean, you know, I, I'll i be all right. I'll pick who, who whenever. Uh, mom, <laughs> mom, she also flirts with everybody. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Would this work? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. That is Friday Night Smackdown. We're going to be back again next week, continuing... Uh, closing off? No, I think it might be. Well, it might be two more. Anyway, yeah, two more. But next week is our penultimate, the Rocktober for 2019, and we're going to be talking about ballers. We're going to get a ball next week. <laughs> uh, that's a fair noise, Anthony. I thought that's what we just did. You did? Talked about baller, like they're all ballers. Hey, all hell yeah! Never mind. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to be watching the show Ballers, which Anthony, you said you got sick and watched all of, and then kind of like now. So yeah, it's okay. I I like the cast a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's good enough. Um, and The Rock said it's like his fa- one of his favorite characters he's ever played, which um, 
it looks kind of like he's playing himself from the. Well, and isn't he scene? like an executive producer? So he's like, yeah, uh, this is my favorite. This show that I'm running. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like and seeing uh, how far down the rocky road that show is. Um, if you have any other suggestions for our final The Rocktober, normally our final Rocktober episode does not feature the actor The Rock. It features a rock or a pun on rocks. Um, so, you know, we watched The Rock one year, and um, which was terrific. And uh, we, uh, oh, we watched Fraggle Rock, I think, last year. Yes. So um, if you have a rock-related suggestion, uh, go ahead and send it in to us on Facebook or Twitter. We will, uh, also, if you just uh, if you just got a few minutes, just send me an email, podcast at read-weep.com. Just let me know how you're enjoying the show. You can also rate us and review us on iTunes and Google Podcasts and wherever else. Four stars is plenty. Don't hurt yourself. Um I'm at Alex Falcone, uh, at Alex underscore Falcone on Twitter. Uh, Anthony Lopez, hey. thanks for being here. Doesn't, doesn't tweet, but you, always great talking to you. I'll pass along your thoughts to Anthony if you send them to me. Thank you. I'd love to hear it. Uh, it's great chatting <laughs> with you. Uh, and then at Preston Party on Twitter. Thanks yeah. for being here, Amber. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, watch for me coming soon as a uh, wrestling manager, Midwest Mom. I love this character. I would totally watch this. <laughs> this is better than my idea. Um and an at Thick Sonic. So if any of the wrestling-related things today seem to be imperfectly explained, if you have an um actually for us, send those to Jamie. I, I actually, I actually can, I, can I correct myself? I said the Rockers are, I meant the Rock and Roll Express are wrestling oh, again. Okay. So I would like to say something about that before someone tweeted at me. <laughs> okay, they already um, did, but um, yeah. Oh so no. if, if, you, if that was your um actually, go ahead and delete it. But send all um actuallys to Jamie this week. Uh, Jamie, thanks oh, for talking to us. On. Thank you so much for having me. You can look forward to me dying in the ring in 2023. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be there for your uh, your one and only backflip onto a person. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate the support. Also, we might, you know, you said you're thinking about taking a, a wrestling class. One thing I, I remembered when I was talking about going to see the WWE sometime here is there's also, I know a couple of comics are involved in a amateur wrestling league here that is supposed to be very fun. And so maybe we should all get together, Anthony, and go watch uh, with I mean, bring the blue collar wrestling. The blue collar wrestling here in Portland. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Absolutely. Have you seen it yet? Um, no, I, I uh, Chris Cotomy invited me one time, and then I said no. And then Joey Ryan was there, and Joey Ryan's a very funny wrestler who flips people with his dick. And I'm mad what? I wasn't there to see. What it. is his? Yeah, dick you should Google smashing. Joey Ryan. No, his dick is like a muscle that he like flexes and people can't let go, and then he basically uses it to flip them. You okay. should definitely just Google. To be fair, uh, Joey I've Ryan had that happen flip. before. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Wow. Okay. Well. Anyway. So maybe we'll do maybe we'll do an episode about that one day. We'll go. I'll go watch some blue collar wrestling. I mean, cock it. rhymes with rock. So. Wait. Um, what's the guy's name again? I gotta Google this. Joey. Joey Ryan. He's got a porn stash. Okay. Yeah, he does. Of course, of course he, he does. does. Yeah. Uh, Joey Ryan, the wrestler. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us, everybody. We will, thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week. Uh, goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs>